Breakups are often the symptom of problems in a relationship. My workbook series, The Knowledge, is focused on helping you change your life in four key areas. Retaining the information that I teach, personal growth, improving your relationships, and of course, reattracting your ex. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about soulmates. So, some of you guys out there believe in soulmates, some of you don't. Mm -hmm. Some of you guys have this idea of like a twin flame, some of you don't. But today we're going to look at soulmates and Margaret and I have some interesting ideas on it that hopefully will enlighten you or get you to at least think about them a little bit differently. Okay. Uh, according to the article, several of the articles, I just read about it, most Americans believe that somewhere out there is there, there is a soulmate for them. Mm -hmm. This perfect person made when the universe began, um, who will be a partner to us like nobody else ever. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people believe it's all kind of mystical and we're all waiting to run into our soulmate who will complete us totally and everything will be absolutely wonderful. And if you see Natalie Portman out there, tell her I'm her soulmate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the difficulty with that, I, I don't know where the term originated and I'm going to do a little more work on that. Um, the difficulty is... Um, and again, you can get caught up with destiny and what's meant to be mm -hmm. and what you choose. And there are elements of everything in everything. So I don't want to say that it has to be either or. But the soulmate concept can be dangerous to this extent. Yeah. If you're out, and we, we fight Hollywood all of the time on all of these concepts. If you listen to Hollywood, um, Someday, some enchanted evening, in fact, you will meet a stranger. Um, and somehow you know, they said in South Pacific. And that may or may not be true. You could work with somebody for two years and then one day it catches fire. Yeah. So it doesn't often happen that there's love at first sight. Mm -hmm. And we mentioned earlier today that love at first sight can sometimes be tricky because it sometimes means that something about this person reminds us of our family of origin and it might be a good thing or not a good thing. That's right. Love is a huge issue and probably the biggest decision we'll make in our lives and it's not a good idea to make it at first glance. No. No. Um, so, but the myth is that all of a sudden you'll meet this person, you'll know, you'll be in an ecstatic state, so will they, and it doesn't take into account that the hormones will drop down from the ecstatic state they're in when we first meet um, over some months or some years and then it won't be quite as electric anymore. No, it will not. Um, and if we're looking for a soulmate, we can delude ourselves for months or years and say, I've never been so happy, this person has incredible beliefs that are similar to mine and all of this is working out all but magically. Yeah. And you can for a while kind of make this person fit a mold that he or she doesn't fit into, and that's not fair. 
because we can't ask anyone to be anyone they're not. We have to take people as they are and get to know them. But you can end up caught in a cycle of fantasy followed by disillusionment. Because, you know, there are people who think that at least on two or three occasions they have met their soulmate and find out, you know, in a horribly disappointing way that that's not the case. Yeah. I talked with someone not that long ago who had had this happen to her twice in a short period of time. Um, and those are the scenes where in the movies they either play the Alleluia chorus or Sweet Mystery of Life I've Found You, okay, <laughs> when the, these pr people meet. But it's not often that way. Um, some say one in about 10,000 would be about the odds of finding this person who is perfectly going to fit with us. And the very famous family therapist, John Gottman, who has been on the New York bestseller list very often and is very often quoted now, um, points out that we need to build something meaningful together and not really expect it to happen magically. Yeah. Okay? The best relationships um, and the longest lasting relationships, we have made a conscious decision to be in that relationship and to work at it as much as we can. Yeah. And if we love each other magically, that's wonderful and that might come first but more often it comes later and slowly. Mm -hmm. um, and it can be just as magical in a slightly different way. So this is just kind of a warning to be careful of the soulmate context. And one thing that I want to add to that is that if you have this idea that your partner or your ex, either or, is your soulmate, then it doesn't matter how they treat you or what they do, you're going to tolerate it. And Be I've, I've heard that too. Because in some level you're going to believe that you're miss messing with divine intervention right. and who are you to change uh, what was predestined for yeah. you and this person that was meant to be your partner forever. Right. So if they cheat or they lie or they mistreat you, they abuse you and they neglect you and then they say, well, I'm your soulmate, you can't do this. You're going to forgive them, you're going to tolerate it, because they've manipulated you. Yes. And I have an example for you. I can remember a woman I worked with for quite some time, and she told me about the love of her life, her soulmate, etc., but he was abusive, and when they broke up, he stole all of her jewelry. And I, I think I said to her, help me understand um, where you're coming from here. How does this fit with the whole feeling of he was the love of your life and your soulmate. Yep. And she was quite surprised that I would ask. Um, you know, And that's a classic case of cognitive dissonance, as Craig points out. Everything says you're supposed to be perfect, except you're not, but I still want you to be. Yeah. You know? So, if you have the belief that your ex or your partner is your soulmate, you might want to erase that language and look at their behavior. Yes, exactly right. Okay? Exactly. Calling right. someone your soulmate, I don't think it really does anything to enhance anything other than the fairy tale that you're creating for yourself, and I think it could be dangerous. It can be, and I think somewhere in there is a wish that we all have as human beings um, to again be fused with our mothers as we were after we were born, in the, in the few months after we were born, with all of our needs met, 
etc. in a magical kind of way. Yeah. And it just doesn't work that way. No. Um, we work at a love relationship is the biggest relationship you'll ever make. It's always extremely serious business and we want to be actively involved in the decision. So don't let somebody mistreat you and then say, but I'm your soulmate, you have to stay, we have to make this work. Right. I know, I think a lot of narcissistic guys would do something like that. Yes. Because they would abuse you and manipulate you, distort reality to get you to do what they want. And then say, want. you're my soulmate. We'll work it out, you have to take me back, you're my soulmate, you're right. Yeah. So be careful. Be careful of that, be careful of, Hollywood is not the best resource for learning about love. Yeah, what's the divorce rate in Hollywood? Horrific. Like 98%? <laughs> right. right. And they're telling us how love's supposed to work. Yeah. No, only in the movies, because they want to, it's a fantasy, right. you know? Cinderella is no more real than Gremlins was, right? Well, I have mice at my house. <laughs> Maybe Gremlins is a more realistic uh, expectation yeah, of a relationship. But the sons of guns have never made anything for me, never <laughs> sewed a thing. You got lazy mice. Lazy mice, yeah. But just think about it and keep an open mind to what we're saying because if you don't, you could find yourself tolerating somebody mistreating you yeah. or chasing after the love of somebody who's left you for somebody else and yet they say, I love you, I want to be with you so much, yet they don't pick up the phone right. or they cancel dates on you or they don't actually make plans to see right. you. Yeah. The, what's real is really the most solid. Mm -hmm. Again, actions speak louder than words. They do. So, hopefully you found this helpful and gives you some food for thought. Okay. So, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I could do email coaching, Skype coaching, if you got to get with me right away. I do offer emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is also available. Yes, if you want some ancient wisdom, you'll want to contact me. Just click on Margaret at the top of the website and you can sign up for a coaching with her there. Be sure to add me on Twitter. Check out my workbooks on the website. I think you guys are going to absolutely love them. It's going to keep you working hard and staying motivated. And be sure to subscribe to the channel. I always forget to tell them that. Uh, that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net.